Welcome back to In Gear with the Shop. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. This month, I'm joined by Josh Paulson, the owner of Columbus, Ohio-based restyling shop, Auto Editions, and the current chair of the SEMA Professional Restylers Organization. In this episode, we'll discuss the upcoming Pro Cup Challenge. It's a competition that asks restylers to design and install a package on a vehicle that's gonna be judged later at the SEMA show this year on its marketability, ease of reproduction, profitability, creativity, and more. Now in its third year, the challenge is designed to give resellers new creative package ideas that they can bring back to their own shops after the SEMA show. Later in the show, we'll discuss some other hot topics like the improving supply chain, new products, EVs, and more. But first, let's hear from the sponsor of this episode, Lear. Your truck is your do-all, work, play, and everything in between. Be prepared for where life takes you with the Ultra Groove electric cover and the bed slide cargo drawer. We're committed to help you store, protect, organize, and access your gear better than anyone. Lear truck caps and tonneaus help you remain ready for anything. I'm here with Josh Paulson. He's the chair of the SEMA uh, Professional Restylers Organization. Um, he's also the owner of Auto Editions, which is a restyling shop located in the Columbus area. Uh, Josh, thanks for coming on today. Great to be here, AJ. Always love being on with you. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on again. Um, so want to get right into it. Um, as chair of the Pro Council, you guys are uh, putting on another Pro Cup Challenge at the SEMA show this year. So if you could tell us a little bit about what that is and uh, what that's going to look like at the show this year. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, we're excited. This is uh, this is our third year um, that we're, we'll be put, hosting the Pro Cup Challenge. Mm -hmm. And uh, it actually came about you know, four or five years ago. Um, a friend of mine, John Prosser, and a couple other restylers, we were all talking. And the idea came about that when we go to the show, us as restylers that work with car dealers and everyday vehicles, it's we're kind of missing something because we go to the show, we see these amazing builds, but you know, they're like 50 or a hundred thousand dollars. They're not, you're never going to see them on the street. They're not everyday drivers. Mm -hmm. And we had this concept of why don't we show off what we do on an everyday basis? So that's where the pro cup challenge kind of, uh, you know, started. And we had the first year we had four participants. Um, this year we'll have seven restyling cool. shops from around the country um, that are going to be each building a vehicle and bringing it to the pro cup. And they have the, some limits, like mm -hmm. you can't charge more than um, wholesale 12,500 for the package. Um, it has to be less than 40 hours worth of labor time. So as you can see, these are much scaled down packages, mm -hmm. um, but they're everyday drivers, which, you know, we're hoping will, uh, will really increase the, the idea of what can be done on an everyday driver. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, what types of packages does this highlight? I mean, you mentioned that there are some limits on uh, on the builds themselves. So, I mean, in years past, what have these vehicles looked like and, and what are you expecting them to look like at this year's show? Yeah, so in years past, um, they, they range because in the restyling industry, mm -hmm. you know, we can do anything. We can do yeah. a suspension lift, wheels, tires. We could do wrap. We could do... You know, maybe it's more uh, 12 volt electronics. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's uh, interior packages. Maybe it's an overland type of build. So we really leave that up to the builder. Mm -hmm. um, and they, 
when we get into the, I'll explain to the judging in a minute here, but when we get into the judging, it really kind of determines how a builder did everything from scratch, what products did they use, and more importantly, how did they take a bunch of SEMA Pro manufacturing products mm-hmm. and put them together to create a package that can be sold to the car dealership, that can then be sold, obviously, to a consumer. Um, but how can all these products be packaged together to make a real creative uh, look on an everyday driver? Okay. Um, so over the years, uh, what have you heard from either, you know, just people showing up at the show and coming across the pro cup challenge, just walking the floor um, or from some of the shops that have participated. I mean, what, what have they gained from either participating or finding these vehicles at the show? Yeah. Yeah. The, really the goal is to, to help um, our pro members. Mm-hmm. So we have our manufacturers and we have our restylers. Mm-hmm. Well, by doing seven builds, we're obviously bringing the manufacturers products together and, Hopefully, uh, there's a lot of different manufactured products that are being used and packaged together. But the real cool um, idea is now when you're a restyler, you might think, okay, well, do I need to go to the SEMA show this year? You know, I've seen all the products. Do I really Mm -hmm. need to go out there and walk every booth? The great idea is now you can come to the show and you'll see seven different packages Mm -hmm. that you can um, find out exactly what all was put into it, what they charged, what they built. Um, where what products they used, where to get those products. And you can take that home to your current, your local market and build that same package. It may not even need to be on the same car. Maybe if there's a car like last year, um, the uh, we had a Volkswagen Atlas that won. Mm-hmm. But that same concept of what was done on the Atlas could be done on any vehicle. So go back to your local dealers and create and, and introduce this new package that was seen at the SEMA show. So ultimately, AJ, the goal is for a restyler to come to SEMA and walk away with seven great new ideas or packages mm-hmm. and maybe even some products that they aren't currently doing that they can see how to get into. Yeah. Well, I, I know you've participated in this in the past. Um, yeah. And I mean, this is, you know, even though you're running pro council, this is still something you do every day. Um, yeah. I mean, have you taken some of the concepts you've seen from the the, fa- the last two pro cup challenges um, and use them yourself at your own shop? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, uh, I, I think the one thing I saw from the last couple is um, the creativity Mm-hmm. Um, some of the graphics that were used, some of the wrap that was used, some of the color combinations that was used. Um, and I really, it really kind of helped us to expand what we were offering to local dealers mm-hmm. to try to be a little bit more creative, to try to, you know, maybe push the limit a little bit more and really something that we we might be a little bit more conservative with, mm-hmm. you know, really put it out there. And when it's done, even the dealerships and the consumers are impressed mm-hmm. and usually you can give a little bit more money for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what it's really helped me as a, as a individual shop is push the limit a little bit, you know, get outside of your old, your, your old habits, your box that you're used to and try something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of trying thing, uh, trying new things, I mean, what have you learned from past pro cup challenges that you're applying to um, the competition itself? Yeah, so we we learned a few things in the beginning, and that is um, uh, the very first year, all the vehicles weren't together. Mm-hmm. So now where they're all going to be together, um, they're going to be in the West Hall at booth 50185. That's the SEMA Pro booth. 50185, you'll be able to come there and especially try to come before Wednesday because um, everybody, we have two types of awards we hand out. We have the Pro Cup Challenge winner, 
And then we also have the fan favorite. Mm-hmm. So everybody that walks by the booth will get to vote. And we we hand that out at 4 p.m. on Wednesday. So you'll just scan a QR code and pick which one you like. But oh. uh, what we learned was how to judge these things correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we have a panel of experts. Um, it'll be made up of some manufacturers, some restylers, uh, some different ones that are really in the know so that they can immediately look at this package and have a good concept of how it was done and um, everything and making sure everything uh, that they say was done is correct um, so that it's fair for everybody. And there's four categories that they actually judge on mm-hmm. uh, marketability, you know, how how marketable is this package? Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, does it got wings on it that you'll never sell it? Or is it just going to sit on a dealer's lot forever? Or will it sell <laughs> fast? Um, creativity. How creative mm-hmm. is the package? Does it have a name? Does there badges? Is there logos? You know, can you duplicate this? Um, how, you know, how easy is it to replicate? Mm-hmm. You know, could an everyday shop um, take the same package or is it or did it take like a really high end, you know, paint facility or powder coat or this or that, that maybe most shops don't have. Mm-hmm. And then also the last one is profitability. You know, how profitable is this package for a restyler and then a turnaround for a dealership? Mm-hmm. So they'll get graded on all those categories. And that's how we'd kind of determine the winner. Mm-hmm. So what is going to be new and different for the Pro Cup Challenge at this year's show? Well, I'll tell you, AJ, one of the one of the exciting things about um, being a restyler, which is a little bit different than a lot of uh, parts of our industry, mm-hmm. is, you know, we actually embrace electric vehicles mm-hmm. because restyling. I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's got the ice, whether it's an ice or, a, or yeah. an EV, we we will we want to make it look different. We want to mm-hmm. make it stand out. We want to add some flash to it. Mm-hmm. So in the Pro Cup Challenge, there will be some electric vehicles. Uh, there cool. will be some luxury vehicles, mm-hmm. which maybe restylers don't spend a lot of time on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I really feel this year um, is going to bring a lot of excitement because it'll 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 introduce restylers to some markets that maybe they aren't doing now or yet mm-hmm. or haven't really gone after where they could be making some additional money and profit on. Your truck works hard and so do you. But when it's time to have fun, be prepared for where life takes you. Lear truck caps and tonneaus help you store, protect, organize, and access your gear better than anyone. Go to lear.com to view our featured products like the Jackrabbit retractable cover and the Bedslide 1500 cargo drawer. Going back to the subject of electric vehicles, I mean, is putting on your, your business owner hat here. Um, I mean, what has that process been like kind of, uh, integrating those into your business? I mean, is there anything other than, I mean, obviously like a wrap or, you know, putting in a sunroof or leather seats, all that doesn't really make a difference, but, um, in terms of like safety or training or anything like that, I mean, has that been an issue for you or something that you've kind of had to not necessarily an issue, but kind of, educate yourself in, in your techs on? I, I think with EV, the only thing we have to do is we just have to maybe do a little bit extra research. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for instance, questions that would never be an issue before, like for instance, um, if you have an electric vehicle, can you put a, can you put a big sub amp in the back with, uh, you know, with some mm-hmm. upgraded speakers? Will that draw too much on the, on the electrical system? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, 
We know in the past, no big deal. We just mm -hmm. do a little bit of research and you can find the answer. Same thing. Um, we just had a F-150 Lightning in that uh, we had to put a, a leveling kit, wheels and tires. And I'm like, hey, guys, can we lift this thing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, you know, it's little things like that that you're, we're starting to find out. But once we get the answers, like you mm -hmm. said, a lot of stuff we have figured out, you know, film, you know, uh, paint protection film, window mm -hmm. tint, yeah. uh, wrap you know, leather seats, you know, all that stuff really hasn't changed too much. And mm -hmm. so for us, uh, even some of the 12 volt stuff um, hasn't uh, caused an issue. Mm -hmm. um, truck accessories in general, we're, I think we're going to be okay. So it's up to the manufacturers, obviously, to do, do their due diligence before they re release a product. But so far, we found we have found that it's an easy transition. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of working with your dealership partners, I mean, has that come up at all? Has that been something that you've used to you know promote your services and your business uh so i think the one thing that you we remember with our car dealers is if you have a good reputation mm -hmm. with your car dealerships and you've done a good job and you've always been known to uh, do your due diligence and do your research then they trust us so mm -hmm. a lot of consumers are still asking for stuff Mm -hmm. And the dealer's like, well, if anybody can do it, auto editions can do it, you know, mm -hmm. or, or whatever the local restyler is. So um, just by maintaining that same, you know, research and making sure our T's are crossed and our I's are dotted, then, then yeah, we, we do get, we don't get a lot of uh, questions. It's more mm -hmm. like, here, go ahead and do it. And if there's, is any pushback, we'll let them know. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and so is your, is your, in your role as uh, chair of the pro council, I mean, what are you hearing from some of the other shops um, in the council just about issues they're having in with supply chain issues? I, I know that's kind of been getting better lately. I don't know if you've been having any trouble with that or even, you know, hiring new employees, keeping employees. Uh, what, what are you hearing from around the industry? Well, I think a, a lot of the same stuff that's been going on for, you know, a year or two is, you know, finding good help. Mm -hmm. Um, we've been pretty fortunate, but, uh, you know, I, I think most shops could handle an extra employee or two, or mm -hmm. maybe even a couple more than that. Um, as far as getting parts, uh, that seems to have gotten better. Mm -hmm. um, we used to have parts that were taking weeks or months. Now they may just be taking a few days. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the, as far as the wholesale side of things, working with the car dealers, they're obviously still struggling with getting mm -hmm. inventory. Yeah. So that's, uh, continued to be a challenge for many restylers. However, you know, the one thing I love about restylers is restylers are very, uh, very well adapted to pivot when needed. Mm -hmm. So if they need to get into something else or a different product line, or in most cases, like during this pandemic, they've, tar you know, maybe pivoted to more towards retail. Mm -hmm. And so many shops I've seen, including us, mm -hmm. have maybe um, gone from heavy wholesale to trying to be more diversified in bringing more retail and wholesale so that when the wholesale's down, the retail's mm -hmm. still there to feed you. Yeah. Uh, so the shops that did that ahead of time are now okay and they're profiting and mm -hmm. you know, doing well and the future looks great, especially as inventory comes back mm -hmm. um, to somewhat normalcy uh, in the market. Yeah. Um, we had Christina George on a couple episodes ago, um, and she was talking about how um, uh, paint protection film was kind of a big thing that they um, brought in to kind of address those issues. It was something that they could turn around around quickly. Um, have you found anything like that 
um, at your own shop that kind of helped fill those gaps? Sure. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, Christine is one of my favorite people. So she's, you know, they, they've run a, they run a great business down mm-hmm. in Fort Lauderdale and, but they, you know, they're a perfect example of a traditional restyler that have, mm-hmm. that have had to look at other products mm-hmm. and not just live off what they, what's made them, you know, so successful all these years. And so, uh, you know, we've done that same thing with film in general, mm-hmm. uh, not just PPF, but uh, window film wrap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've also looked out at uh, other other types of products that, you know, there isn't, I don't know that there really is the home run product anymore, Yeah. but if you can find a bunch of singles and doubles, you mm-hmm. know, just to use the illustration, I think that helps everybody. So mm-hmm. there's still some good 12 volt products that are new to the market. There's a few truck accessory products that are new to the market. And then when you add all those together with the traditional restyling products, mm-hmm. you know, it seems to be, it seems to be working pretty good, but even like um, things such as ceramic coatings have been good for us uh, okay. besides all the film. It's just a natural movement over towards that way. We're not a full detail shop, but we have, we work with the dealers. We've already got the relationship. So adding something like that um, is, is pretty seamless for somebody um, that's in the restyling business. Cool. Um, well, I kind of want to wrap this up by asking you if there's anything um, coming up uh, with the Pro Council, any events or programs or anything you guys are doing at the SEMA show outside of the, the Pro Cup Challenge. Yeah, we have we actually have um, three uh, major events, and we're also doing two educational seminars. Cool. Uh, the educational seminars, one's Tuesday at 1 o'clock, and one is on Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And you can download the SEMA app, and you can just type in Pro, and you'll see all of our events. Mm-hmm. But uh, the one on Tuesdays, we're actually interviewing all the builders for the Pro Cup Challenge. All seven of them will be on cool. stage. They'll be interviewing why they did the car they did, what products, why they chose the products they did, and things like that. So that'll be awesome to even ask them questions. Yeah. On Wednesday, it's the future of the pro of the restyling business. You know, what's coming down the what challenges are we facing, yeah. you know, through the dealer uh, dealership sales process? How are we addressing those things? So we'll have full uh, experts on that. And then our main events are Tuesday evening, and this is open to all restylers, manufacturers. We have our pro awards banquet, um, which is uh, outside on the third floor of the West over West Hall overlooking the street. And so come join us there. We got free drinks and food and we hand out a few awards. So that's our that's Tuesday at five from five to seven. And then Wednesday at 4 p.m. We have a happy hour in our booth. Um, so come get a drink and figure out and find out who the winner of the pro cup challenge is. It's going to be exciting. And then Thursday we have lunch with the pros that's at noon. And again, you'll see the room it's in the West hall, one of the West halls. Uh, and that's just finding out more about pro, how you can get involved, how you could volunteer, what challenges you're having in your business that maybe uh, SEMA can help with and how we can help you with that. So invite you to come to any of those things. They're all just uh, walk in. You don't even have to pre-register. Just come see us and we'd love to have you. Awesome. Well, Josh, thanks again for coming on. It's always great having you. AJ, appreciate it as always. Take care, bro. Thanks again to Josh for joining us this month. You can learn more about the Pro Council at SEMA.org and his shop Auto Editions at AutoEditions.net. You can also subscribe to the shop at theshopmag.com to keep up with his frequent contributions to the magazine. Also, thank you to Lear for supporting the show again this month. You can learn more about their company at Lear.com, and that's L-E-E-R.com. 
If you enjoyed this episode, you can find all future episodes, as well as our full library of past interviews on your favorite podcast platform, which includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. That's all I've got for this episode. Thanks again for tuning in to End Gear with the Shop. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. Cheers. <laughs>